Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Welcome, friends, to another meeting of the League of Evil Bots. As you know, I am your fearless leader, Dr. Philmont, and... Lieutenant Philmont, I have something to say. Well, uh, this is unprecedented, but... uh, by all means, uh, Captain Ramsey, uh, say your peace. Peace is not the word, Philbot. War is the word. I'm taking over this league of so-called evil bots and will declare war on the rest of the planet. Yeah, war is declared. <laughs> Shut up, Craven. As you wish, Captain. <laughs> now, now, uh, Captain Ramsey, we've been over this before. And you know that you you don't have a leg to stand on. Is that a crack about my metal leg? Any insult. <laughs> well, uh, no, uh, of course not. Uh, I wouldn't dream of insulting someone uh, over their handicap. Handicap? I'll boil you in oil, Philbot. Yes, boils them in oils, Captain Ramsey. <laughs> Craven, be quiet. Being quiet, Captain. <laughs> now, uh, I don't think it's very nice to threaten to boil bots in oil. Now, uh, do you, Captain Ramsey? You may have a point. Then I'll just have to think of something even worse. Now, now, uh, uh, listen, Captain Ramsey, uh, you don't have the power to take over this League of Evil Bots. Uh, no no weapons, you see. Um, so uh, we're moving on to uh, other business. No weapons? <laughs> what do you call these? Call them weapons, because that's what they are. <laughs> where why, where, uh, did you get a hold of them, Cap- Captain Ramsey? We found them in a cave near here. So you see, Philbot, you're finished. I'm the leader of the League of Evil Bots now. Ramsey's the leader now. (laughs) That's right. 
And there's going to be some changes around here. <laughs> Robots of the Company. to Robots of the Company, episode number 75, A Fistful of Robots, written by Donner and Patrick Russell. Well, well, would you look at this, Prentice? What a sad bunch of bots. I mean, you'd think they'd be thrilled to see their old captain alive and well again, after having been lost for months on an unknown planet. I mean, wouldn't you, Prenty? Oh, agreed, Captain Hancock. A sad sight indeed. Why the long faces? Hey, you lot? Uh, hello, Captain Hancock, sir. Welcome back. Uh, we, uh, uh, never thought we'd see you again, to be honest. Nor you, Prentice. Not not that we're not pleased that you guys are still alive. I mean, uh, welcome back. We're so happy to see you. Oh, yes. We're thrilled to bits to have you guys back. We, we can hardly contain our excitement. Yeah, thrilled isn't even a word that can cover how we feel right now. Not even close, in fact. You overwhelm us. I really don't know why we bothered, but never mind. Just overlook the captain, folks. He's just in a bad mood today. In fact, he's in a bad mood most days. Oh, how are you, Jingo? I'm sorry, I, I didn't notice you there. Howdy, Putch. I think nothing of it. How you bots been faring these past months? And me, I got myself a little case of the robotic space flu reason why I sound so strange. I wish I could say we've been faring well, Jingle, but the truth is, no, not good. Not good at all. Nope. That doesn't cover it either. True enough, Popsicle. So what has you bought so down and out, if I may ask? Well, not that the ship crashing into this unknown and uncharted planet in this strange reality weren't bad enough, but things have gotten particularly worse since Captain Ramsey took over and made himself the big boss. Captain Ramsey? Captain Ramsey, you say? The big boss? Oh dear! And this will do nothing to improve our mood, Captain! It certainly doesn't, Prentice. How did he manage that? I thought he was being held in check by that quack, um, Dr. Uh, Philbot. Well, he was. But seems he and that henchman of his, Craven, found the cache of weapons. And now we're all under his control. This is bad, Captain. Well, obviously things are bad, Jingo. I mean, are you the king of obvious or what? See? Bad mood. Getting worse. But what are we to do, sir? Well, I don't suppose there is much hope that my mood will improve the way this day is going, Prenty. 
What do you think? No, no, sir, not that. I mean, what are we to do about this Captain Ramsay situation, sir? We? What are we to do, Prentice? Are you serious? I mean, is this our problem? Have we been here to face this situation? No, no, no. We've been riding these poor beasts of burden for months across the barren reaches of this strange and treacherous planet. We have treacherous, sir. You mean past that vacation resort with the fruity drinks, and then that trip through the shopping district, and so on? Seemed rather a pleasant journey to me, Captain. Well. Sure, it's had um, its、uh, pleasant parts, but overall,、um, well, it's been months. It's taken us months to get this far. It it was arduous. It was what, sir? You mean before we stayed at the five star resort, where we were waited on hand and foot by all those lovely, scantily clad servant girls, where they catered to our every whim, no matter how arduous the task. Oh, you meant arduous for them? Oh, shut up, Prentice. All right, so the journey here wasn't really so bad. Not really bad at all, really, sir. When you think about it. All right, all right, Prenty. I think they get the point. Look, I hate to interrupt, but what about Captain Ramsay? Can you guys help us deal with him and his cronies, or what? Cronies? Just how many cronies are we talking about? Well, he has the entire League of Evil Bots at his disposal since he deposed Doctor Philbot. Actually. The pose doesn't even begin to fully describe what he did to Doctor Philbot. What exactly did he do to the old feller? I can't say out of pure decency. All of the unpleasant things Ramsay did to him. In fact, I'd really rather not talk about it at all right now. All the gory details still make me queasy. That bad, huh? Worse. Anyway, after that, Ramsay set about recruiting some of the locals into his army. So we didn't stand the chance. They walked in and simply took over. Really, just took over, eh? Again, this is hardly our problem. I'm sure you're fully qualified to handle it, Putch. In fact, I'd say we should just be on our way. Hold it right there, Hancock. Take one more step, and I'll fill you full of holes. He'll fill you full of holes. You'll be holy. <laughs> Shut up, Craven. I'll do the talking around here. Aye, aye, Captain. You do the talking. <laughs> so, we meet again, Captain Ramsay. How are things? Things are going rather well, Hancock. For me, but not for you. For me?、Uh, not well for me. Why? <laughs> Why wouldn't things be going so well for me? I've just had a nice long vacation at a five-star resort. Can you say the same? Eh? <laughs> no, but it will be your last vacation. In fact, it'll be your last good time you'll ever remember having. Oh, come now, Ramsay. Can't we behave like gentlemen? I mean, why not let bygones be bygones? We could even be、um, nice to one another for a change, eh? <laughs> Don't make me laugh, Hancock. <laughs> I hate to interrupt, but、um, you are laughing. Didn't know if you realised. That sharp tongue of yours will get you into trouble yet, Hancock. I say we lay the law down on these gutless yellow termites, Captain Hancock, sir. Now, now, Jingo, let's not be hasty. Your crew member has more guts than you'll ever have, Hancock. 
He's a credit to you. A credit to me? Really? Uh, you're impressed. You're impressed by such boastfulness? I admire courage. That is something you lack, Hancock. Oh, oh, you think so, do you, Ramsey? Well, I'll tell you what. In the spirit of, um, of the Old West, I'll, uh, I'll challenge you to a gunfight. At, um, uh, let's say, uh, high noon tomorrow. Then we can settle this like men. Like men? <laughs> like men, yeah. <laughs> Craven, I told you to shut up. So he did, Captain. Shut up, sir. <laughs> You're hardly a man, Hancock. More like a cockroach, in fact. But I'll consider your offer. High noon tomorrow, huh? That is what I said, yes. High noon precisely. High noon sounds just fine to me to settle what's between us, Hancock. Well, now, let's not be too hasty since I've shown you my courage. I thought perhaps we could, uh, you know, put all this business behind us and um, become... Uh, I don't know how to put this. Uh, yes, Hancock? Well, friends. Friends? Friends? <laughs> no, Hancock. We could never be friends. There's just too much history between us. Bad blood, you might say. No, we will keep our appointment and settle things with blood. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my. I feel quite faint. He's fainted. <laughs> what a coward. It will make no difference. Tomorrow at high noon, we will settle our differences once and for all. <laughs> We'll be back. Make sure he's ready. And if he ain't here in the street ready to fight like a man, I'll come looking for him. And then I'll crush him like the cockroach he is. What a beautiful morning. Sure is. A lovely day for a showdown. <laughs> I'm not so sure the captain will feel that way when he wakes up, Prentice. You could be right about that, Jingo. <sighs> Good morning, Printing. You know, I had the worst nightmare. Really, sir? Let's hear all about it. Well, I dreamed that we found our lost crew and that Captain Ramsay was there. Really, sir? What an interesting dream. And you know what happened, Prentice? Do tell us, sir. Please do. I foolishly challenged him to an Old West showdown in the street. At high noon, no less. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that? What a vivid imagination you have, sir. Now, just a minute, Prentice. That's just exactly what happened yesterday. So it was. Yes, Jingo is right. You challenged Captain Ramsay to a showdown. I had nearly forgotten. I... I... I really did that. I didn't just dream it. No, sir. That's what happened, Captain. Oh, yes, indeed. That's what you did, sir. You challenged Captain Ramsay to a showdown in the street. I'm so excited. 
Excited? Prentice, you fool, how am I going to get out of it? Oh, I'm afraid you can't get out of it, sir. No, because Captain Ramsay said if you weren't there, he'd hunt you down like the dog that you are. He really said that? Like the dog that I am? Well, more or less, yes. Still, you get his point. Yes. So what can I do? He'll slaughter me. Good morning, Captain Hancock. I want you to meet my old engineer, Boffin. Oh, yes. Hello there. Oh, hello, Captain Hancock. It's so nice to meet you. So, are you feeling any better today, Captain Hancock? Not really, no. Captain Ramsay wants to kill me, so forgive me if that does little to improve my mood. Oh, well, sorry to hear it. At least you're not strung up by your nether regions from a tree. No, thankfully I'm not. Whatever brings you to even suggest such an uncomfortable fate such as that? Oh, well, you see, that's what Captain Ramsay did to Dr. Philbot. Poor guy. Ouch, that's gotta hurt. Ouch, indeed. And hurting is an understatement. Oh, boy. He may never be the same. Be that as it may, what has brought you here with such cheerful thoughts this morning, eh, Putch? Oh, well, you see, I do have some good news, potentially. Good news? I could do with a bit of that. Indeed we all could. Eh, Captain? I've just said so, Prenty, yes. There's really no need to repeat the bleeding obvious. Sorry, sir. And may I point out, sir, that you're getting quite cranky again? Blood pressure. I don't need you to nursemaid me, Prentice. Of course not, sir. Just saying. Fine. Fine, go on, Putch. You were about to tell us some potentially good news. Oh, 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 yes. Well, as I said, Boffin here is an engineer, and he has a plan for getting you out of this situation. Possibly. Really? Well, possibly, as I said. Really? Boffin. Oh, yes, Captain. I do. I have it all planned out, sir. Brilliant. Thank you, Putch. You know, from now on, I think I'll put you in charge. Yes, you're the captain now, while we're on this miserable planet anyway. I'm tired of the responsibility, and I always get myself into the most terrible trouble. Oh, well, uh, I don't know if that will really be necessary. Nonsense, nonsense. Won't hear a word against the idea. Now, Boffin, this plan of yours. Oh, well, it involves holograms and a lot of boasting on your part, sir. And, and, a little dimensional trickery. Do, do what? Now, Boff, you didn't mention anything about... No, 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 sounds wonderful, we'll do it. Now tell me all about it, my dear Boffin. <laughs> all right, Hancock, I've come for you. Get your yellow hiney out here and face me! You know, it's not really yellow. It's more of a sort of fleshy peach colour. How the hell would you know that, Prentice? Have you been looking? Well, I assume it's the same colour as your face, sir. Or am I mistaken? I mean, what colour is that? Well, yes, of course it's the same colour as my face. Well... Well, just never mind what colour it is, Prenty. Get your minds on other parts of my anatomy, thank you very much. Other parts? Hmm. There is nothing down there to interest you, Prentice. Oh, just... just don't look at me at all. Look the other way. 
It's not as if I've never seen one of those before, you know, sir. Look away, Prentice, look away. Hurry. As you wish, sir. But, really, you're making an awful lot of fuss about a kneecap. I don't allow anyone to look at my bare kneecaps, Prenty. No one. Enough stalling, Hancock. It's high noon. Show yourself, and let's get this over with. Well, here I am, Ramsay. I hope you're ready for me. Ready to end this, Hancock? Once and for all. Well, it'll be the end for you. <laughs> end him, Captain. End him. <laughs> Will you shut up, Craven? Shut up, Captain. <laughs> Now, are you ready to meet your maker, Hancock? I'm ready for you, Ramsey. Take your best shot. Those are awfully brave words, Hancock. They'll also be your last. What's going on here? I shot you right between the eyes, Hancock. Yet you live. You didn't even flinch. Of course not, Ramsey. Because I'm not the real Hancock. <laughs> what the devil is going on? Show me where you really are. I could be over there. Missed again. Arr, I'll kill you, Hancock. You'll have to find the right me first. Perhaps I'm over there. Dang it, Hancock! Not me again. Well, perhaps that's me over there. Even if I have to shoot you a hundred times, I'll get you, Hancock. Make no mistake. Captain, in the sky. What is that? It looks like some kind of tornado. What trickery is this, Hancock? Oh, just a simple dimensional storm that my new engineer friend cooked up. I'm sorry we won't be able to finish our little showdown, Captain Ramsey, but you see, in a few minutes, you and your twisted friends will no longer exist in this reality. Because you're about to be whisked away to someplace else. Perhaps another planet, perhaps into open space. Who knows? I hope you enjoy your trip. Ta-ta! Hancock! You haven't seen the last of me. Mark my words, someday I'll come back. And when I do, I'll have my revenge! Well, now, 
That improves my mood. Come, Prentice, we're out of here. Where shall we go, Captain? Where do you think? Back to that lovely five-star resort hotel. I want to spend the rest of my days being pampered by scantily clad servant girls and lying down by the pool with a fruity drink in my hand. While showing those cute knobby little kneecaps of yours. Prenty, I told you not to look. Next time on Robots of the Company. Seriously, Hutch is out of commission. I mean, it's just bloody unfair. We're docked at this way station, picking up our new passengers, paying customers, I might add, Winnie, and I don't have my administrator bot to check them in and welcome them on board. I mean, who can I get to do his job at such short notice? I'm sorry, sir. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh, if I had a choice, I'd so shoot the messenger right now, Winnie. Oh, no. How is this my fault? It has to be somebody's fault, you know. I am Superintendent Starter. I am here on behalf of the Galactic Health and Safety Board in this region of space. We have reason to suspect that there is an outbreak of robotic space pox on board this ship. I brought a cleansing team with me. They say they've been on board this ship once before during a recent infestation of space beetles. Um, is that true? have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 75, A Fistful of Robots, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred, in order of appearance, Jeff Niles as Dr. Philbot, Captain John Tatterjack as Captain Ramsey, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Craven, David Alt as Captain Hancock, Victor Aurelius as Prentice, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Jingo, and Shane Harris as Boffin. The Robots of the Company theme tune was composed and performed by Patty Leitch. The incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod, with additional material provided by FirstCom. The post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was, of course, Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series Robots of the Company was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises and a rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. But ask nicely, I'm sure they'll let you. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. Just being clear and concise there, folks. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you certainly may do so, and it is encouraged, at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. We were having a showdown at high noon during the making of this audiogram. <laughs> Join us next time as Season 8 continues with episode number 6, entitled Space Inspection, a.k.a. Bug Hunt 2. And believe it or believe it not, you will not want to miss that one. Until then, this is the creditor as always, asking you to please stay tuned. And share and enjoy this episode. Please tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody you know, and even people you don't know. Walk down the street and say, hey, go to DreamRealmRecite.com and listen to Robots of the Company. Your ears will thank you. of the company. It's in the program.
program is copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues. Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Podcast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.